Hi, I'm here with Jennifer Kretschmer, AIA, and CARB, Cal Poly SLO graduate. Um, we're here at the CRAN conference. Uh, she just great, gave a great presentation on the virtual office. Uh, Jennifer is a San Francisco Bay Area native. She founded Jay Kretschmer Architect in 2003, specializing in single-family, multifamily, residential, and commercial projects under 10,000 square feet. Her firm has been a virtual office since 2008, and Jennifer was a speaker at the recent AIA 19 conference on architecture on this subject. Jennifer has been the co-chairperson of the Programs Committee, CRAN Chair 2016 to present, and has held the positions of Associate Director and Director on the AIA Silicon Valley Chapter Board. She started the Chapter ARE Study Group. Jennifer began her membership to the chapter when she rece received the AIASCV Scholarship in 1993. She has performed 10 years of service as a volunteer art teacher within the art docents of Los Gatos, providing K-8 art education and is an artist primarily painting watercolors. She has also served on the LGUSD Measure B Citizen Bonds uh, Oversight Committee. Her commitment to the profession of architecture and the AIA Silicon Valley has led to being awarded the AIA National Associate Member of the Year 2002 and several President's Distinguished Service Awards from the AIA Silicon Valley. Jennifer, thank you for doing this interview with me. And I was, I was looking at, we're, we have like parallel lives <laughs> because I did art docent. I did the art docent program. That's how I was like laughing. The art docent program. I thought that it was like only in our school district or something and that it wasn't kind of this national program. And, you know, I kind of did city building with the kids also. And, and, you know, you said that you were, you know, your son was, um, was it, is your son? It was three months old three when months you got old licensed. When I started my business. Yes. yes, yes, and my daughter was um, was born, and I started, it, and I also got licensed like when I was like four or five months pregnant or something. I got so it's mm -hmm. it's totally. I don't have a virtual office because it's it's only me. I would love to have a virtual office, but um, so what are your first recollections of experiencing architecture? So my first recollections are really like helping my dad do woodworking. I'm the oldest child and the the my younger brother is 8 years younger than me. So oh, I think, you yeah. know, you know, my dad said, "Oh, I have a kid. Don't care whether boy or girl, yeah. you know, help me in the in the wood shop." And, uh -huh. and he liked to make wooden toys. So I um and we made furniture together and we actually built a room on the back of our house together when I was nine years old. <laughs> so I, I would have to say a lot of a lot of it is is just having great support from my father and also my mother who was uh art very like to do artistic things like mm -hmm. crafts. She was a sewer, my my dad liked to do building. So everything. <laughs> <laughs> I have so many dresses that I wore to school, you know, um, that have so many frills on it. And then I would be in the, in the, in the dirt playing with the boys with the Tonka trucks. And the teacher would be like, Oh, your mother made you this dress. Get out of the dirt. So, so, I mean, I think I was always inclined to go towards, towards building and, and construction. Um, but mm. I'm just lucky that I had very good supportive parents, especially a dad who just recognized that in me. And like the first time I said, I think I would like to be an architect. He like found out like, who's the most prominent, like California woman architect. <laughs> and he found Julia Morgan. And so uh -huh. actually the first architect I ever knew about 
was Julia Morgan. So to me, it didn't seem odd to become a woman architect because my first inspiration in architecture was learning about Julia Morgan. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So that's how, you know, I really kind of got started in it. But, like, I was 12 years old when I decided that, you know, I I boldly went up to my dad and said, I'm going to be an architect, you know, (laughs) and my mom. And they're just like, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I decided at eight. I mean, not eight. Eighth grade. Eighth grade. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, So around the same time. Yeah. Yeah. Around the same time. Yeah. 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 And they never said, like, oh, you can't be an architect. No. They never said that to me. In fact, it wasn't until I was in high school that, like, I actually had my guidance counselor tell me, oh, that's a very male-dominated profession. Are you sure you want to do that, sweetie? (laughs) By the way, she was a nun. I know the story just gets better. So I actually literally stood up out of her, you know, out of the chair I was standing, sitting in, uh, walked out the door of her office and never saw my guidance counselor again the rest of the time I was in high school. Like she'd call me in and I'm like, nope, not going to see her. So anyway, yes. And so I was very dedicated to becoming, becoming an architect and, and not letting anybody stand in my way. But yeah. Yeah. I was told like, well, you don't have the math. You don't have the math. Like you haven't taken the math yet. And I said, well, it doesn't really matter. You know, and then she gave me the names, right, of Penn State, Penn State University and um, Carnegie Mellon. I said, they both require that you have already taken trigonometry in high school. And I said, I'm moving to California and I'm going to go to community college and transfer to Cal Poly. And that's what I told her. I said, so I don't need to have trigonometry. <laughs> well, I was, I was pretty good in, in math. I mean, like mm-hmm. I was talking about my parents. My father is a mechanical engineer and I think he assumed that I would be a mechanical engineer yeah. like him too. Because yeah. he was always taking me to the office. And, and actually, I still have all of, all of his drafting tools um mm-hmm. from from those those days so like he taught me how to draft so, yeah yeah oh yeah yeah <laughs> yeah my stepdad's a design engineer my dad was in an engineering program and he actually worked for an architect in Pittsburgh for a little bit but he didn't pursue it beyond that but um mm-hmm. there so what are three classic buildings that you like and why you know this is such a hard <laughs> question to ask why do you do this to people <laughs> well, I think because I mean, classic as far as like buildings that maybe people would know, or maybe, you know, maybe there are buildings that people don't know. I mean, one person gave me three buildings and I had not, no, I mean, I didn't, I did had never heard of any of the any three. Of them? Any yeah. of them? Yeah. I mean, yeah, it was I just mean, very local architecture that she was talking about and I had no idea. Yeah. And is it, is it classical architecture no, or no, it's is not it like, classical. It's, it's just like, like, you know. Yeah inspirational yeah. buildings yeah. yeah well I have to say that I have been obsessed with the Chrysler building like pretty much my whole life yeah I mean yeah. I even have a cookie jar that's like the top of the oh. Chrysler building <laughs> so I mean I really I really love that art deco style mm-hmm. um, of the Chrysler building and um, and and so I think that was probably one of my early inspirations um, and then I learned about the Sydney Opera House yeah. and I was just like that that was like the first true geek out because mm-hmm. of how it was built out of concrete so I was so fascinated as an en- engineer side yeah but then yeah. so enthralled by it by yeah. its round forms um and and so yeah that was that's another one of my favorite buildings mm-hmm. um but I have to say as far as it comes to like homes mm-hmm. um truly is falling water okay. I've had the opportunity of, of going there and 
and experiencing it and it's definitely there's magic in that building um, and energy in that building when you're there Mm -hmm. and I know that like structurally it's had issues over the years but there's just something very special about how all those forms came together into the side of a a hill um, yeah that that I find that very very inspirational yeah and especially because you know the owner had said right I mean here you know the owner of you know, major department store was saying like, oh, I want it over here. And then he was like, no, we're going to put it right here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right? I mean, so I mean, then how that, different would that have been? If oh, you'd like put totally. It, yeah. But I mean, yeah. I think that's also another like huge inspiration and in, like having a client that was willing to like say, okay, mm-hmm. you know, let's take your idea and let's run with it. Yeah. You know, because yeah. in our daily lives as architects in, today, we don't often get get that and and so like I think that's kind of magic that that he could get a client to like just go with his yeah, ideas yeah. 100% yeah. completely behind yeah. him. Yeah I know? mean I was just talking to Vern today and he was just saying like oh yeah you know Frank Lloyd Wright never he never went after any jobs yeah you know which of course like today it's like well I mean at least you would have to right you might have a client come to you but you still have to give them a proposal it's not like they're gonna say yes I absolutely want you right you know no I mean you know they're gonna start to you know say oh what's it really gonna be this much or you know you know yeah yeah yeah, yeah but yeah, yeah. so um and I, you know, I, I like falling water. I grew up in Pennsylvania, but I actually never went to falling water until uh-huh. after I had left Pennsylvania and then came back mm-hmm. for somebody's wedding. And we went over there, you know, with my husband and our daughter, who was like a year old at that point. So, you know. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So what do you like about being an architect? <laughs> Everything. <laughs> No, seriously, because like what other profession can you be so incredibly creative and solve problems, but also have to be engineering minded and and economic minded? Mm-hmm. You know, you have to be a scientist with your client. You also have to be, especially with residential <laughs> projects, you have to be the psychiatrist. Yes. I mean, you have to wear so many hats. So, I mean, I feel like from day to day, it's never the same. And yeah. so yeah. like, I know it seems like kind of a silly answer to say everything, but I mean, it really truly is. There's there's a there's so much energy in everything we do and mm-hmm. and being an architect and and it's the entire component of everything coming together mm-hmm. that I think um really makes it such an enjoyable profession yeah so. yeah I mean I like how we don't we're we're not really doing the same thing every day I mean everything yeah. ends up being a little bit yeah. different you know where then we do get a chance to go out and do construction observation as well as like meeting with people or going and helping them, you know, in custom residential, you know, you're going and shopping, you know, if you're doing a lot of the interiors with them, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, we're not getting, I don't think we're getting paid like interior designers, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> I just met with someone yeah. earlier this week and found out, wow, yeah, yeah. really. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And her husband's an architect. Too. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just um yeah yeah um, but but it but you know what with that said um there is a lot of opportunity to make a really good good wage mm-hmm. and i know i mean this isn't really on your questions but like um 
so I'm a firm owner, right? Yeah. So yeah. I have really been in the last like four or five years, really like going and moving away from being like the technical architect and really concentrating on the business and entrepreneurship within mm-hmm. my my company, um, because yeah. you know we had a big life changing event in my in my household, uh-huh. and now I'm the sole. Prov- provider for my family living in Silicon Valley, which is Uh a pretty expensive area. So Mm -hmm. I had to make my business really, really work financially and find Mm -hmm. a way to make that work. And Mm -hmm. I'm happy to report that when I filled out the compensation survey with the AIA this year, the answer came back that says, that's out of our range. Are you sure? (laughs) I've never seen that pop-up window before. And I'm like, out of range? Are you sure? Well, yeah. Damn straight, I'm sure. Oh, my gosh. Wow. How dare you make so much money, Jennifer? How dare you? So, uh, you know, and, uh, and again, back to that question about mm-hmm. what do you love about being an architect? Well, now that I have really embraced that role as the entrepreneur, mm-hmm. I actually really love being a business owner. So yeah. I am actually doing less design now and more, you know, marketing and entrepreneurship and, mm-hmm. and, and really, you know, growing the business in a way um um, that's more sustainable, but taking myself out of the role of day-to-day yeah. architect. Yeah. So, and yeah. I'm still enjoying it. Yeah. So, Which yeah. I still think that that is being an architect by doing all of those things that are, you know, that, I mean, not everybody, right? And really, like, it's in a small firm, the person who's running the office, it's like maybe in, even in any office, you know, design is a small part of what, the whole package That's is. That's so true. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, they make it seem like I'm a designer, I you know? know, but I mean, there's so much, if you're going to get anything built, I mean, of course there are architects that don't build anything and then maybe they are designing, you know, right. 90% of the time right. or something. But, yeah. Yeah. You know. That's a good point. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, <laughs> what would you like to say about the future of architecture? So being that I love to talk about virtual office and, 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 and that I run my firm as a, mm-hmm. a virtual firm, um, I think that the future of architecture is being mobile mm-hmm. and embracing collaborative unions, meaning you know um, that 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 little firms connect together to do bigger projects or yeah. you know and then yeah. can with that project being done then can break apart I mean mm-hmm. just being mobile in that way as well. I really feel like that's the 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 future of of architecture. The large office with, you know, rows and rows of of architects working, you know, we don't have the drafting tables, but today we have just rows and rows of computer. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's a sustainable model. It's yeah. not sustainable for the way we work now and utilizing technology, but it's also not sustainable in a human life work balance type situation i mean um, people need to still be able to live their lives and not go there's so much burnout going on right now there's i I talk to architects a lot and 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 i hear you know oh i've been working so hard for the last four years yeah you know and and i'm just uh, you know I, i don't know what to do i you know and uh, I think we need to move move away from that and really figure out how to make make that work. And mm-hmm. I think mobile 
and collaborations are, yeah. are the way to make it happen. Yeah. And I think definitely, I mean, I think that, you know, I mean, when I when I had a child in 94, nobody was thinking about it. I mean, what, mm-hmm. what I was doing is when I first started, you know, after I had my daughter, you know, three weeks later, I had somebody that I had worked for in an office and they asked me if I wanted to do some work. Yeah. you know, contract work. So it's kind of the same thing, but it wasn't, you know, the, we just didn't use the internet, right? And then right. there were people that weren't that far away from me that I started doing work with them. And then I had my own projects and that's kind of how, and I think, you know, I mean, I, I, I don't want to be like women-centric, but I will be women-centric, but <laughs> just saying that it makes it a lot easier for um, people with families yeah. as far as being able to, because, um a lot of times it's the, you know, the cost of daycare and everything is just not, it's it's yeah. just not yeah. financially um, feasible, especially, I mean, after I had three kids, I mean, there's no, <laughs> yeah. it's yeah. like, forget it. I mean, you're not, you know, I have friends that, you know, even with two kids, you know, they're making $50 a week or something after they took, yeah, yeah, yeah after exactly. they, you know, took away childcare. Yeah. My first remote worker whom I took on in um, 2005 I actually met him at the first firm I ever worked for, Mm -hmm. and he was working remotely for that firm back in, um, I think it was 97. Okay. Um, and then that's, that's when we met and, Mm -hmm. and, um, and he's been working for multiple architects over his career. He's always been remote. Uh Uh-huh. So he was a very easy first person for me to, to pull on in 2005, but he does that because of, his own family responsibilities. Mm-hmm. And nowadays he's caring for um, his uh, elderly mother. Um, so, uh, you know, he's got to drive her to doctor's appointments and, and they're, they're, of course, in the middle of the day. Yeah. And if he was yeah. in an office situation, he really wouldn't be able to do that. Yeah. So, yeah, so, um, yeah um, it, it, it works for a lot of different people's yeah. lifestyles. And, the, you know, I've said, <coughs> sorry, you know, I've said, um, uh, before about you know just what you know equitable firms or equity by design that you know when I was talking in this other podcast when I was saying I said you know it's not just all of these women out there saying I want to telecommute I want to telecommute you know it's and and they you know the people on the pad, podcast were like yeah I mean I want to telecommute too you know and some of them you know had in the past so it's not just about you know, women, it's about men and women and being able to, you know, and and everyone being able to um, set up a work style that is similar with their lifestyle. Right, right. So that they're not totally shut out of, you know, out of the, the, um, you know, architecture. Right, basically. right. Yeah. And I don't want to just stress on responsibilities, mm-hmm. too. I mean, there's stuff that you need to do to feed your soul. I like to paint, um, mm-hmm. as you mentioned in your biography. And, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes I just want to pack up my bag and go to the mountain and do some plein air painting. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah. best to do that, you know, in the middle of the day when the kids are at school. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, and it's light outside. And yeah. it's light outside. <laughs> yeah. Right, yeah. right, exactly. Yeah. You know, yeah. so... So um, being able to like push things off later in the day or being Mm -hmm. able, but that sort of thing is important because it feeds my soul. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Okay. Is there anything else that you want to say? No, we've had a great discussion. So I don't know what else to add to this discussion. Now we can go to the happy hour that's up on the Oh, I'm so looking forward to that, you know, because... 
Because, you know, being presenting today on the fly, basically, and I did really feel like it was presenting on the fly. Yeah. Yeah, that was a stressful I, well, I thought event. That, I thought that you did a great job. <laughs> and, and I was able to come back from the one interview and actually make it because there was a little bit of delay. And <laughs> seriously, I've never, I mean, I, I saw the tail end of your presentation at AIA National, which you said went on without it. But I've never, I, I don't think I've ever been to a presentation where everybody's slides have gone, you know, or everything was uploaded. And, and I was glad that you could be the... Um, the uh, woman architect on this <laughs> at the Cran at the Cran Symposium. Thank so, you. Thank you very much, Jennifer. You're welcome. Thank you.